This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning and happy Friday. This is Andrew. Who's next on the call this morning? Welcome to Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call this morning? Now the God of patience and consultation Grant you to be like-minded one towards another, according to Christ Jesus, that ye may be with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, receive ye one another, as Christ also received us, to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the Father and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it is written for this cause I will confess to be among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? And again, he said, Rejoice, ye Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah said, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles in him shall the Gentiles trust. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness filled with all knowledge and also to admonish able also to admonish one another nevertheless brethren i have written the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of god that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. It's a glorified Friday. It's a clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday, Brother Michael. Brother Michael, good to hear you on the wall. Good to hear you too, my brother. God bless you this afternoon and morning. And I missed you last Friday. I you last Friday. Thought you. Hope you're okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So thank you. Okay, very good. I have therefore 
whereof I may glorify through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. I will not dare speak of any of those things which Christ hath not wrought to me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed. Through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about until Elisaria. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, Sister Susie. Hey, God Brother Andrew, how are you? I'm hanging in there. Good. In there. God, yeah. bless, God bless you, too. You have a wonderful day. You you as well, Sister. God bless you, you again. Well. <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you. You're welcome, Brother. It's an amazing day on this Friday in this month, in this year. My name is Andrew. And I bring the Lord's blessings to you. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. Hey, Sister Eva. Happy Friday. It's so good to hear you. All right. I pray the Lord's sunshine blows through all your home today. You too. Mm-hmm. And every time, God is good. So awesome to hear you. All right. Good morning and sunshine. God bless you, sister. Happy Friday. Is there anybody else this morning ready to express the joy of the Lord? Good morning, it's Destiny. Good morning, Destiny. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good to hear you. Good morning, brother. Happy Favor Friday. Rochelle, have an amazing day. Good morning, Declare Victory. Hey, Sister Rochelle. God bless you. God bless you, too. Happy Favor Friday. That's right. We got to spread our wings a little bit this morning. Some folks need to Good morning. I'm sorry to interrupted you. No, you're fine. Good morning, brother and sisters. Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Happy Faithful Friday. Hey, Sister Deborah Evans. Happy Faithful Friday to you. Good to hear you. Likewise. Mm-hmm. Who else out there? is waking up to the glory of the Lord. I'm just Andrew, and I'm just here to invite you to join with us as we head to the throne of God. Who's with me now? Good morning, this is Diane. Happy Friday. Hey, Diane. How are you, Andrew? I'm good, I'm good. God bless you this morning. Uh God bless you too. I'm going on mute. You can go on mute, but please don't go away. There's a blessing here for you. I won't. Right. There's, <laughs> there's a blessing here for you. I'll receive <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. We, we we about business this morning. Folks need blessed. Others need a blessing. For being blessed, and there's no better sign, no better time than to do it right now. Don't know what's facing us during the day. Don't know what we'll face during the evening. So let's get it and be gone. 
That's what the old folks used to say. Good morning, Claire Victory family. Christina Joy. Good morning. Good morning, brother Good morning. Andrew. Hey, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Yvette. Hey, good morning, Sister Jeanette. Happy Friday. Yvette. Good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry. Hey, good morning, Andrew. It's Dee Dee from California. Hey, this is Dee Dee. Happy Friday. Love you, man. Love you back. Love you back. Good morning, it's beloved. Good morning, Barb. it's Everybody mommy. Declare that you have a great weekend. Hey, happy Friday to you too. Happy Friday, it's Monica. Hey, Sister Monica, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Is anybody else just waking up? Is anybody else just chiming in? This is Andrew asking. Is everybody feeling good? Is anybody concerned? Is everybody ready for the day? If so, if not, please chime in. This is Declare Victory, and we're headed to the throne room to ask, request, and to receive. Anybody out there with me? Is anybody just joining us here to clear victory? Yes, this is Carla. Hey, Sister Carla. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good to hear you with us. Thank you. Yay. Good morning. Hey, happy (laughs) Friday. Happy Friday to you. God bless you. It's Krishanda. God bless you all. God bless you, Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning. It's persistent. Good morning, everybody. Hey, good morning to you, persistent. Happy Friday. Same to you. And as the doors close on this shuttle and we get seated and head towards the throne, I want to just let you know I appreciate you riding with us this morning. This is Brother Andrew, and we are headed to the throne of God. So buckle up. Be ready to be blessed. Let's get this going. I'm going to ask everybody listening to me Everybody who can hear me, please put your phone on mute. Access the mute feature. Make sure that it is activated and ongoing so that the only voice you can hear is that of the speaker, making sure that no other sound can get in the way to distract you so that you get the blessing that you can and woke up to hear. We want to be able to receive, access, and distribute everything that the Word of God is here to do for those in our lives and into those lives in which we reach out. Hello again. My name is Andrew again. I'm here to be your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We're a prayer call, and we meet Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk of Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of May, where our monthly theme is entitled, Surrender. 
I surrender. All the declarations will focus on the importance of surrendering to God, considering his will and plan for you, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There is one announcement today. Friday Night Live resumes tonight, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 Eastern Standard Time. Call in and join us with Sister Dee Dee as she shares with us. The prayer requests submitted via the app have not changed, but we ask that everyone consider the cares and the heaviness of those that we have lost the prayers that need help being lifted for those that are grieved for those that they have lost through COVID, through other natural concerns and causes of the body, for those that have lost those that they have loved in terms of life, friendships, financial constraints, all of the losses we are lifting before the Lord. We have other requests for people through losing uh, contact with their children, whether through acts, whether through tough love, incarceration, financial difficulty, loss of life. We are coming to the Lord with all of those burdens for theirs and ours before the throne. We're praying for the children as they venture out in unsafe territory, back where I am near, uh, especially Buffalo, where random hate is reaching out and taking lives simply because they can. And we're praying for the grieving families, the others who don't know the Lord and are being pressed by fear. Other people who are, we used to call them looky-loos, who are seeing that this is something that they want to do. They need the fame that comes from being evil to an onlooking world. They like the cachet of that. We're praying for them. We're praying for the elderly who, if they didn't have more reason to fear going outside, here's just another one to tack upon the listing. We're praying for the sick. We're praying for the ones that are normally a little scared anyway. We're praying for them that they do not give in to the spirit of fear because that is not of the Lord. He gave us the strength of a sound mind and he gave us love. His is not the spirit of fear. And we're asking to lift those up in the strength of the will of God for that particular situation. We're praying for those in hospice care. We're praying for those on first respond because the people have military-like weapons now that are very easy to buy that will shoot through their defensive armor. And they're looking at shots to kill, not just shots to maim. We pray for their safety as they go out and seek to save, as they go out to seek to help. We're praying for the leaders of the land, the politicians, the ones that are posed over us to do that which is good for us. We at first ask the Lord keep them safe, that the Lord forgive their sins, 
that they may commit daily in terms of avoiding things to help us to stop circumventing the will of God to help us and to reach and bundle us in under their good graces that things go well with the Lord's people. Calm and fresh mind and pray for them. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus this morning. The declare and the declaration that he brings will be by Apostle Pierre. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus. Declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. Then we will head right in to Love, Life, and Victory, hosted by our declarer. Scripture for today will be found in James chapter 4, verse 10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing, reading, and the doing of his holy word. This time we ask you to put your phones on mute. If you did not before, until the instructed is given to come off mute. And now pass the call to the warrior on hand. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Praise God. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless you. We honor you. We glorify you. We give you praise, honor, and glory. God, we thank you for all that you've done and all that you're doing. We thank you, God, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. We thank you, God, for your the blessings of this day, God, that we haven't seen. God, but we know that there are blessings in our path for us. And so, Lord, we just uh, pray for all of those who have been touched by uh, the COVID uh, pandemic, God, uh, pray for each and every family, each and every individual uh, who has contracted the virus. I pray, God, that you would bring healing in the name of Jesus, oh God. And not just the COVID virus, but God, but uh, every sickness and illness, oh God. I just pray for sickness and illness across the land, everywhere, God, be it cancer, be it uh, flu, be it uh, any other sickness that is devastating to families and people. I pray, God, that you would bring healing in the name of Jesus, God, that you would bring deliverance in the name of Jesus, God, that you would bring them through, that you would cover them and keep them, God, and we thank you for it now. God, we pray, God, for every family uh, that is going through a tough time right now, be it financially, uh, be it spiritually, be it socially, whatever the problem may be, may be. God, that you would bring the, these families through um, that are dealing with a tough time, a loss of a loved one, whatever it may be, God. Help them, God, through it right now. Help them to know that they can lean on you and depend on you and trust in you, that you will bring them through this tough time. We thank you for it now. We bless you now. God, I pray for every marriage that you would unite them, that you would uh, keep them together, keep them bonded, God. Give them a new hope. Give them, God, a renewed love for each other, God, a, a sense of unity in their home among each other. God, that you will rebuke the hand of the enemy that comes to separate and divide them, God. I pray, God, that you would bind the hand of self, God, that uh, that self would not get in the way, God, that you would bring more peace in the home and more spiritual uh, spiritual essence in the home, God, that they would seek you, God, in the midst of everything, God, that they would put you first in everything they do, God, that you would become the center focus 
of their marriage. And we thank you and we believe you for it even now. God, I pray for every single individual right now, God. Help them to keep their head up. Help them to keep be encouraged. Help them to encourage themselves and to stay in your word and to continue to look for, for you in everything they do. Keep their eyes to the prize. We thank you for it now. We believe you now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for the families um, in Buffalo, New York, God, that have suffered such a loss. God, I pray for each and every family, God, that was touched by the loss. And those that uh, those individuals that didn't die but were there in the midst of it and were affected mentally, social, uh, mentally and socially and just affected by the whole situation, God, I pray that you would heal them, God. Um, God, that you would heal them from survivor's guilt. God, that you would bless them now um, psychologically, God, that they'd be able to to, to um, recover from the sting of that situation, God. Uh, God, I pray for um, just this country, God, that you would just do something new, something different, something better, God, that people uh, will be better towards each other, God. Help us to treat each other the way we would want to be treated, God. Uh, help us, God. Help us, God. We need you more than ever, God. Let your spirit prevail throughout the land, throughout this world. God, help us to recognize you and to call on you and to seek your face, God, and to uh, turn from our wicked ways so that you will hear from heaven. Oh, God, we humble ourselves right now, Lord, because you are Lord of lords and King of kings. And we thank you for all you are and all you do. Have your way, God. I pray for each and every individual that's on this call right now, God, that you would bless them in the name of Jesus. God, you know the needs, you know the desires, you know everything uh, that they have been praying for, that they've been asking for. I pray, God, that you would deal with our hearts, oh God. Help us to keep our motives in the right place, God, that you would keep our um, desires in the right place. God, help us that our desire, you are the desire of our heart, God, that we desire you more, that we seek you more, that we want to please you more. And we thank you for it, oh God. We bless you for it, oh God. I pray for those that have a new assignment, that have assignments that uh, they, that you have put them on, God, be it um, writing a book, be it, be it creating music or building a company or um, preaching or pastoring a church, God, or starting a ministry or uh, whatever it may be, um, having a child, whatever it may be, adopting, whatever it may be, God, I pray that you would bless them on their journey right now, God. Help them to seek your face even more and, and to make sure that you are the center focus of the direction they're going in with this assignment. And I thank you, God, for it now in the name of Jesus. Now, God, as we take our phones off mute, God, we're going to lift you up and praise you and give you glory because you are more important than anything that we could ever do, God. We take our phones off mute right now. We praise you. We take our phones off mute right now. We give you glory. We take our phones off mute right now. We I'm <laughs> 
Um, and so most of the time when we talk about surrender, when we're looking at the game even of laser tag or capture the flag, you have two different teams. And on these teams, it's the other team's job to capture the flag, but also to capture those that are part of the team. And so when we look at our Christian walk, this is what we go through every day. It says in First Peter that the devil is prowling like a lion to seek who he may devour. And so He's our adversary. He's our opponent. And so when we look at the object of capture the flag, we oftentimes find ourselves on the offense and, and we're running, we're running, we're running. But I believe that we're in a season where God wants to put us on the defense. One of the things that hinders us from operating on the defense is that we are running from our issues. We run from our problems, but then there's a level of frustration that comes on us because we get so anxious about when God is going to do it, how God is going to do it, when we win, will, uh, will I make it through this storm, will I make it through this situation? Um, and so what happens is the word clearly tells us in First Peter 5, verse number 7, to cast all your cares. That's what it says in the King James Version, cast all your cares upon me, for I care it for you, says the Lord. And so I found myself in this position when I was asking God to do some things for me. I was asking him to handle some things for me, and it seemed like those things were not coming to pass in the time frame that I expected them to come to pass. And so how many times is it that we pray and we say, God, I'm taking my hands off this, and I'm putting it in your hands, and I'm putting it in your hands, and then when it seems like a, a amount of time has went by, we go and we find ourselves saying, you know what, if I move this money here, I can make this happen, and we try to help God out with the process. We try to help God to expedite the decision that we need made done in the earth. And so what happened was I was asking God to do something for me. And in the process of me asking him to do this, I said, God, I put the situation in your hands. A couple of weeks later, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe if I move this money here and just, you know, ask my mom for some money, I can make this happen. So I tried to do that and it didn't work. And when it didn't work, I went back to God. God, you know what? I'm just going to take my hands off of it. I'm going to put it in your hands. And so I said, all right, oh, you know what? I forgot. I have a 401K that I don't even care about. And this, I'm going to take the penalty, but I can get the money. Thomas finds out I didn't have that. And so I made up in my mind again, you know what, God? This situation is too big for me. I'm going to place it in your hands. And it seemed like nothing was happening. It seemed like no breakthrough was coming. And I said, God, why isn't it working? Why isn't it working for me? And his exact words, which is why this topic is very dear to my heart, he said, because you gave me a false surrender. You gave me a false surrender. You said that you give it up, but the moment that you felt that I was taking too long, you came back and you took it out of my hand. And so when you look at First Peter chapter 1, I mean, chapter 5, verse number 7, what it says is it says, cast all your cares upon me, for I care for you, says the Lord. The moment we put our cares in the hands of God, it is no longer ours. The moment we say, God, I'm giving this over to you, it is no longer our problem. It's no longer our care. It's no longer our issue. It's no longer our situation. And so what happens is we do not see the results of what God is trying to get to us because some of us on the lines are on, on this line, some of us have been Indian givers and we have given God false surrenders. We have said, God, here, this is yours. And then we come back just like we used to do when we were children and we take it back and say, no, it's mine. I want it back. Hey, is my God, give that back to me. I'm, you know, I can do it. I can handle it. And so when I got frustrated about God not answering in the time frame that I expected him to answer, he said, I cannot bless you, not only because you gave me a false surrender, but I can't bless you because you are a thief. The moment you place something in the hands of God and you go and you take it out of his hand, you are in illegal possession of God's issue. It's no longer yours. The issue does not belong to you. And so what happens is we have to now condition our mind and condition ourselves to say, God, once I place this in your hand, it's yours. But now, God, help me to have patience. Help me to have trust. Help me to have faith. That's why when you look at verse number nine, it says, be firm in faith. Be firm in faith. Because the very first thing that the enemy is going to do, he's going to come and he's going to try to steal your faith. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And so when it says, cast all your cares upon me, for I care for you, says the Lord, he says, keep your mind clear. 
You have to understand that once your mind is clear, you're saying, God, this is yours. God, I trust you. And so if I can't figure it out in my mind, then I'm going to give this over to you. Why? Because my mind needs to be clear, and I have to realize that my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are higher than mine. And so now I have to secure myself in faith. I have to secure myself in focus. I have to secure myself knowing that now I have the power within me to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. And so I don't understand and I don't have to understand how God is going to work it out. But all I have to do, here's the key, is surrender my will. There are some things that we have that we have willed, that we have said that we want to uh, do. There are some things in our mind. Uh, I believe that there's an old quote that says, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. And so what happens is we have to now will in our mind that we're going to submit and surrender to the will of the Lord. There are some things that we want God to do in our life that is not the thing that he wants us to do. And so now we have aborted our will. We have aborted his will, I'm sorry, for our will. And so God is saying, hey, this is the season where I just need you to trust me. If you want to get the devil off of your back, if you want to get the devil out of your life, if you want to get the devil out of your situation, submit that thing to God because the word of God tells us this. It says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he shall free from you. So when I surrender to God, it causes a faith in me to be uprooted, and it causes me to walk in that place of faith. And now I have the ability to resist the devil. I have, the, I have the power and the wherewithal to stand against the darts of the devil. I have the wherewithal to put on the armor of God and know that God's got me. Even if I'm in a bad place, he's there with me. And so in this season, what you have to understand is if it's too big for your hands, it's not too big for God. Some of us are battling things that our hands are too small for. And every time we, we get it, we mess it up. Every time, have you ever seen that person that uh, they go to the store and when they go to Walmart or better yet, my favorite store, but I hate buying stuff from there, you go to Ikea. And as soon as you get it, you look at the box. You look at the outside. And when you look at the outside, you take everything out the box and you just start piecing things together. But you haven't read any instructions. You haven't followed the blueprint that was there. And so what ha- what happens is, I'll probably get in trouble for saying this word, but Dion, you can call me later. What happens is instead of us reading instructions in the words of the ghetto, we, we, we nigger it. We take it and we put it together the way we think it should look based on the outside appearance. And that's what we do with our situations. We put our situations together based on how we think it should come out, and we never consult God. We never go to the God of Jeremiah 29 and 11 that says, I know the plans that I have for you, and they are plans of good and not evil. We never go to the God that says, submit yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you in due time. We never go to the plan of God that says that I will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. We never surrender to the God that says, hey, that looks too heavy for you. Give me that. Cast your cares upon me, for I care for you. And so what happens is we find ourselves being spiritual air kabadus. Bag lady, you go hurt your back. You dragging all them bags like that. You're carrying unnecessary things when God is saying, hey, just surrender that stuff to me. Give me that. When we look at the definition of surrender, it's so crazy because there are many definitions. And so one of the definitions of surrender, when you look at it, it says to give in to an opposing force or enemy. But I like the military definition of surrender. It says it is the relinquishment of control over territory, combatants, fortifications, and walls. And so what happens is when I truly surrender to God, I'm not only releasing to him my problem, but I'm giving him control. I'm releasing control. I'm saying, God, I'm not going to try to manipulate this. And so what happens is we find ourselves trying to manipulate God into blessing us. God, if you just if you just do this for me, I promise I'll, I'll live right. God, if you do this for me, I promise I'll go to church. God, if you do this for me, and then we give God false promises based on a false surrender. And we want to live behind our wall. 
We want to live behind our fortification and expect God to still protect us. And what he's saying is, hey, your hands are too big. Stand back here and see. So many times in Scripture, I believe it's in Second uh, Chronicles chapter 20, you see in Judges chapter 6, God always tells them, he says, hey, here's my plan, but you won't have to fight in this battle. If I can surrender my control, if I can surrender my faith, if I can surrender my trust, if I can surrender my, my issue to somebody who's going to handle it for me, and I don't have to fight, I'll surrender. What's hindering your surrender? What's hindering you from surrendering? What's hindering you from giving God full control? Is it that we're too analytical? Is it that we're too self-absorbed that we feel that we have to have the answer all the time? Is it that sometimes we feel that we got to be Superman? That was my issue. I felt the need to always be Superman and always have the answer and always run to the rescue. But I had to realize that even Superman had to take off the cape and simply be Clark Kent. There's sometimes you have to let God fight for you. So what's hindering your surrender today? What's hindering you from experiencing the true peace of God? Is it because you keep taking your issues out of his hands and trying to answer them on your own? You keep taking your prayers out of his hand and trying to fix them on your own and make them manifest on your own? Get back on the wheel. Get back on the wheel. If he's truly the potter, he knows the process to make the vase look good. If we're the clay, just get back on the wheel. Surrender. Don't try to tell God how to mold you. Submit to the process. One of the most powerful prayers that I've ever prayed and one of the most scariest prayers that I've ever prayed both happened at the same time. I remember I was working for a company called Chris 180. And while I was working for this company, I got an opportunity to expand my business and go into Port Huron, Michigan, and make more money weekly just doing what I do, consulting. And But I was making really good money at Chris 180. I loved what I did. And this pastor walked up to me. He said, God said that you're supposed to leave your job. And I was like, no, the devil is alive. I started rebuking every devil in hell. And he said, because what you're doing, you love to do, but it's not your passion. It's not what you're called to do. And I was like, yeah, but he pays my bills. And from that, I started saying, God, ugh, I know this isn't really what I want to do, but I I'm going to stay here. And I put, I'm going to place this in your hands. And then pretty soon I took it out of his hands and I started trying to figure things out. And everything I tried to figure out wasn't working. And I called my dad. I said, Dad, listen, so here's what was prophesied. Here's what I hear the Lord saying. Here's what I feel. But here are my responsibilities. And my dad said, well, why don't you pray this prayer? God, whatever is in my life that does not match up for your will for my life, I surrender it. But God, if it's not your will for my life, let it fail. One of the most scariest prayers, one of the most powerful prayers, because the next day after I prayed that prayer, I walked into work and I got laid off. It opened the door for me to do what I do now. All because I surrendered and I did not fight the process. So what are the steps for surrender? Number one, when you look at laser tag, once again, or capture the flag, if your enemy is caught, the very first thing they do is put down their gun. Put down what you think you need to protect you. Put it down. You don't have to protect yourself from God. Number two, the second thing that they do after they put down their gun, they lift their hands. You have to stay in a posture of worship when you surrender. Because if you don't, everything in your mind will tell you that you need that gun to protect you. And so you'll go back into defense mode. But keep your hands lifted. As long as your hands are lifted, you'll always have a song. Number three, the next thing they do in Capture the Flag is they begin to follow the person or they begin to be led by the person who captured them. You have to allow God to lead you. Have you allowed God to truly capture you, your will, 
your emotion, and your plan. Once you do these things, you will find yourself in a place of surrender, and you will find your, yourself in a place of total peace and tranquility. Cast all your cares upon me, for I care for you, says the Lord. That's what God is saying. But remember this, God can't bless a thief. So are you, my question to you today, and, and I'm really done, my question to you today is this, are you in illegal possession of a care that belongs to God? And if so, give it back to him quickly. That's my prayer. Anybody have any questions, comments, concerns, or anybody want to say good morning that didn't get a chance to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. This is Evolve, and that was a powerful prep. Good morning. Good morning. This is Patience. Thank you for the prayers. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Wonderful message and reminder. Hey, Pam. Anyone else have any questions, comments, anything that stuck out to you today that you want to elaborate on? Krishanda, I just want to say, hey, good morning. Happy Friday. God bless you. Love the declaration. Love you. Love you, too. Good morning, Pastor Pierre. It's Rochelle. Happy Friday. Um, great, great, great share. You always, you're a movie watcher like me, and when you begin to talk about cart. Clark Kent and Batman, you know, when they needed his help, they had to shine the light in the sky. And until that time, Batman was covered up under Clark Kent. So the wisdom, it's just amazing how, you know, you just brought that together. And, you know, I'm a visual person. So um, don't come until he calls you, basically. <laughs> um, stand, sit over there. Have that seat over there. Have a seat over there. Great share and thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning, Ball again. This is Evolve again. I wanted to give an update on Wednesday. Uh, this group pr- pray for for Janet, and uh, Janet is is now home. And I appreciate all of you guys' prayers, and I appreciate uh, sharing in the Word with you guys. And I just want to thank you. Amen. Amen. Hey, Apostle, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hey, it's Didi. Good morning. I had to change my AirPods, but thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. You said so, so much. I laughed a little bit when you were talking about trying to do things on your own and, you know, moving this to that. and Just so much. But that surrender, that false surrender. Oh, my God. Quit being an Indian giver. My pastor once said it like this because we do a lot of lip service when we are in, you know, dire needs or things going on, we might say a lot of stuff with our lips, but it's not coming from our heart. So we got to be mindful of that stuff and those possessions that we have illegally. They don't even belong to us. Bag lady, man, when I tell you this morning, it was so powerful the way you just presented it. We got to really believe it and give it to him, cast every care on him. And I'm still healing from surgery that, that most people thought it was minor because I did too. But it was more to it, but I had to surrender even my fears because I started to cancel the procedure from PTSD. But I'm thankful to God that I surrendered my fear so that I went ahead and had it done because I needed to have it done. And I'm healing, and I'm so much better for it. your message this morning, thank you. And that prayer that your dad told you to pray, I prayed that. And it is fearful. It can be challenging, but you go back to your job and then they close it down. It happened to me too. So everything that you shared this morning is on point. I just thank God for you. Thank you, sir. No problem. No problem. Anyone else? Good morning, Apostle Pierre. This is Good morning. Was awesome. I'm with Didi. That. False surrender and those false promises gave us something to chew on today. 
Amen. Apostle, I like that, uh, the um, example of the Ikea, getting the Ikea, even though I've never been to Ikea, I need to go. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you get the, the, the set home and then instead of reading the instructions, you know, you put, and that's, I'm just saying, because I, I identify, I'm like that, there I go, um, trying to put it together. And then uh, looking up at God, you know, instead, you know, being the instructions, instead of reading the instructions and praying, I mean, you know, I would see it as praying to the Lord before I go in and try to unravel or put something together. Um, I just like how you had given that example. So, um, again, thanks so much for your share. Amen. And even while, while you were saying that, one of the things that we have to understand is when we look at the outside and we just try to put it together the way we expect it to look based off of the picture, sometimes we end up with extra pieces. And sometimes we end up with pieces that we don't know what to do with, but they're really a part of the process. And so one of the things that the Lord is don't abort the process. Like have patience through the process. Like it takes patience to sit down and read the instructions and follow it step by step. And some some of the mistakes that we make that we uh, when we do not surrender is we try to skip the process. And one thing that we have to realize is the Bible says it this way. It says that things everything that must be done must be done decently and in order. And so God is confound to His own will as well. And so what He does, He's not going to bypass His order just to make you happy. And so we're asking God to take us to page five to where the, the, the table is complete and to where everything that he said for us is complete. But we didn't go through the process of step two. And so he said, surrender your will to go through the process. Ask for patience in the process. Anybody else? Wow. That's so good. Just one, sorry, just one other quick thing. You're right, because those pieces look like they're little and don't matter. You know, when you just, oh, well, look, look, it looks like it's all stable and ready to go. But those little pieces will help in terms for me. What I got is like the strength and the sturdiness of it all. Um, glory to God. Okay, go on, I mean it, sorry. Yes, anybody else? I was going to say, Apostle, that the pieces aren't even in, the IKEA instructions aren't even in English, at least not in California. Okay, I'm going here. <laughs> Good morning, it's Elsie. So what hey. I got out of was our will to control everything when it's not ours to control. Mm. That's what I got out of it, our control freak. You know, we got to control every aspect of it, but we're not supposed to. And that's what allows us to be free because we, when we give it to him, he set, he, he sets it up to where we don't have to stress or have anxiety over the situation because he has it and the weight is no longer on our shoulders. So I got that out of it. And it's, um, it reminded me of a card my mom my mom carries with her. It's about a broken toy. And basically that we give God whatever we want fixed or whatever is broken within us, but we're too impatient to allow him to fix it or work on it. So we go and we take it back and we cry to God, why didn't you do it? Why couldn't you do it? And he says, you never gave me the time to do it. So, yeah, that's what I got out of it. That hit me. Wow, that's good. That is good. Anyone else? Anyone else? Okay, if not, let me pray and cover your day. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you 
for this day. We thank you for your sons and for your daughters. We thank you, God, that this is the day that we will realize, God, that all you are requiring is a simple yes, a simple surrender, Father. It's it's simple to you, God, but even it's hard for us. And so, Father, in this hour and in this time, we ask that you will help us to realize that relinquishing our control, relinquishing, God, even our desire and our will to you and placing our cares in your hands is your will, Father, because you care for us. And because you care for us, we know that you're not a negligent father. And we know that you're not going to leave us out here just hanging. We know you're not going to leave us out here just in the wind. And so, Lord, we give you permission God, to move upon the things that we placed in your hands. And God, give us the, the, the stamina, give us the, the tenacity, give us even the obedience, and give us the will to not want to come and grab those things out of your hands and work them out on our own, Father, because our hands are too small. Father, teach us to trust in you with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding. And so, Father, even as we start our day today, reveal to us your plans and your purposes concerning our lives. Reveal to us those things that you have for us to do. And God, we promise that we will never stop giving your name the praise, the honor, and the glory. Bless our day. God, send those that are even assigned to us to work with us, by us, and for us. Send them our way. And we promise, God, that we will give you the praise throughout our day. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys, and I will see you guys soon. Thank you. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Amen. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a great day, everyone. God bless you.